If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the wrap. It's nearly the end of May, and this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And this week has seen technology come across rather a lot like updates. If you like technological updates, there's quite a bit coming your way, as life slowly begins to return to normal. You might be working from home, or even gradually making your way back to the school or the office, on just a handful of days per week. But updates are coming, because the tech never stops. If you have an Apple Eye device, your update is one that has actually come about thanks in part to the COVID-19 coronavirus. Basically, you're going to get a few changes with iOS 13.5, which is out now for the iPhone and the iPad. Both versions see a faster PIN code login when you wake up the phone from standby because, well, Apple's Face ID system that unlocks your phone by scanning your face, well, it doesn't really work when you're wearing a mask. This isn't going to fix the scanner because it still needs your face, but it will mean a faster turnaround for unlocking your phone using your PIN code, so it's a kind of fix, at least for now. iOS 13.5 also comes with another pandemic error feature, with a way for governments to tap into the iPhone operating system for contact tracing app support. And if that comes across as just pure jargon to you, it could mean that a version of the Australian government's COVID-safe infection tracing app could actually work soon on the iPhone. That's compared to the state it's in now, which basically only works if the app was the last thing you had open on your phone when you're walking out and about hardly useful in that state. In other words, it's an update that is necessary, which is distinct from typical updates. Most updates that we see are things that may not matter in the grand scheme of things. For instance, Nokia updated its 5 series phones this week, with the Nokia 5.3 offering what is becoming a bit of a norm this year. An updated phone with a big screen, a big battery, and 4 cameras with not so fantastic megapixel ranges. That's what we're seeing across the mid-range phone updates and refreshes for 2020, while wearable refreshes seem eh, somewhat ho-hum as well. Huawei has a variation on a theme in the Watch GT2e, offering a circular smartwatch with a blood oxygen sensor and a two-week battery life, though it doesn't appear to address the failings we noted from its predecessor, namely the lack of customization and no mobile payment support. And that's the thing about updates, they can totally reinvent the product, or they can completely fall short. We're always game to see both, but we'll be the first to admit that the former is often a lot more exciting than the latter. An updated range of Dell's XPS 15 and 17-inch computers fits in with that approach, as Dell takes what works from its pint-sized 13-inch XPS laptop and applies it to portable computers with a big screen and spec. Basically, these new models are 15 and 17-inch equivalents of the XPS 13, with that extra room giving Dell the room to add, well, more. We're talking more capable processors, more graphical grunt, plus more memory and storage and big batteries as well. They come with bigger screens and they'll cost a pretty penny for sure, but if you fancy the look of Dell's premium 13-inch laptop but need a bigger screen, the XPS 15 and 17 are updates that are a little more exciting than a minor refresh. And also exciting are some headphones that aim to deliver a big burst of sound courtesy of some of the legends of sound THX. Now, THX doesn't have the same name as, say, a Bose or a Beats or even a Sony, but if you've seen a blockbuster movie in the cinema, you've likely seen the THX sound test, the Deep Note, or maybe even a parody of it on The Simpsons. Game hardware maker Razer currently owns THX, and in its latest headphones, the Razer Opus, there's THX and active noise cancellation coming together. Australian pricing hasn't yet been announced, but we're guessing around $400 based on the US price, if not a little more. And they look like they're built for music listening rather than Razer's typical focus on gaming. And while we're on the subject of headphones and gaming, we're checking out a pair from Sennheiser, the GSP 370, a $350 pair of headphones meant for talking and voice chat, not just in gaming but also in your regular work life. 
They're big, and they're not the sort of headphones you'd probably want to be caught dead with in public. They look more like they're for home, complete with a massive boom mic that you can't remove. The earpads are plushy and very comfortable, and the sound is quite balanced, plus the battery is practically unbeatable, offering almost 100 hours of life. There are some catches though, you need to use a wireless USB plug to make these work, and there's no Bluetooth. That's a bit of a shame because it means the GSP370 only works with a computer. That includes Mac or Windows, but Sennheiser's software will only work with Windows, which is annoying to say the least. Ultimately, battery life is the winning feature in the GSP370, with a pair of headphones that can go days, literally days, without needing to be charged. There are changes we'd make, definitely, but if battery life is what you crave, well these are definitely worth a look. But that's all the time we have left in this episode of The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode goes online every Friday at Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. But until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Stay safe and sane, and take care. <laughs>